spiritual revelations. Hey, hi. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Heart Travels with Baukia. Hey, thanks for listening again. Uh, you know, I I I want to talk about this oneness that mystics uh, are studying. And, you know, <laughs> thing is, I'm a mystic. So the spiritual revelations of this time are going to be my own revelations, my own insights on my spiritual path. Um, because, you know... <sighs> We are all one. And you can hear that or you can listen to that as kind of a conceptual thing. Uh, but it doesn't need to be a conceptual or it not, doesn't need to stay a conceptual thing. It can be uh, an experience. You know, like like the cells of a great body. I, we are one with the universe, one with the other beings in this universe, one with the source. So... You know, <laughs> yes, I'm a mystic. Uh, what is actually a mystic? Um, just to, you know, be clear what I'm talking about. Well, I think a mystic is looking for or, you know, studying how to have more of this feeling of oneness with all creation. That's what the mystics throughout history have been doing. And... Uh, that's what I'm doing. So, you know, I want to talk to you about this feeling of oneness because this feeling of oneness is like a symptom that in that moment of this feeling of oneness, I'm bringing heaven on earth. And, you know, Jesus, Master Jesus said that heaven was not something that you could only go to when you die, but you could experience it, you could feel it. While you are alive. He was talking about uh, bringing heaven on earth. So, as we now know, organized religion religion has changed uh, the words of Master Jesus. Uh, because he was a rabbi that became enlightened. And he was talking about this enlightenment. And... Well, as I now understand, this enlightenment is a state of oneness with creation, or also called heaven on earth. So, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, I have felt it for seconds or maybe an hour or even a, a full day. Um, you know, and, and this state of oneness, it ha has all kinds of names. You can call it flow. Or you can call, you know, uh, people that do sports call it the zone. I'm in the zone. So I think just about everybody has experiences like that. Because just the other day I was talking to a friend. Um, he's not into spirituality. And he uh, he was talking about experiences like that that he was he had. Uh, the, the, the difference between him and me is that I'm studying. That, the, you know, I want to experience this feeling of oneness as much as I can. So I want to talk to you this episode about my own experiences with this feeling of oneness, uh, with, you know, manifesting heaven on earth. I want to share with you the revelations that I got from my own evolution in my search for this feeling. 
uh, for instance, I, I experienced this while I was playing drums. Uh, you know, I used to be a professional drummer, and whenever I experienced this in-the-zone feeling, um, you know, sometimes these gigs were recorded, and, and when I was listening back to these recordings, I was, like, totally astonished of what I had played, you know. And I came to realize that something else was playing me. Uh, as I understand now, in this feeling of oneness, then I am the full co-creative partner with my higher self, with my team of guides, with Source. So, and it was actually funny that my friend, who's not spiritual at all, he, you know, at a certain point about in telling uh, me about this feeling of being in the zone, he was telling, yeah, yeah, it was like I wasn't doing it. There was something else doing it. I said, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, you know, most people think that they stumble into this feeling by accident. And uh, a mystic is somebody who is studying and searching for this oneness. Uh, so, you know, I was in, in my own evolution, in my own spiritual path. I was asking myself questions, even in the time when I was playing drums, when I wasn't really that much into spirituality. Um, you know, I was asking myself, how did this happen? How, how can I come into this feeling of oneness? Uh, are there any prerequisites that are needed or that would help me to come into this feeling? Uh, what can I do to make the chances bigger that I can come into this feeling more often? And, drum roll, big one, can I experience this feeling when I'm doing something else than playing the drums? Just daily life. Because, you know, when I was playing drums, I noticed a few things of when I was in this feeling. I hardly had any thoughts. It was just I'm in this feeling, doing kind of mode. Uh, and I was diving head first into what I was doing. I was not caring about any mistakes or whenever I did make a mistake, I, in the moment, just let them go went on being in the moment. So, uh, you know, being in the moment is quite important. And, and uh, you know, I was focusing on my hearing, on my feeling, on my physical awareness. So, uh, I want to talk to you about one of my later experiences with this oneness, with this feeling of heaven on earth. Now, I was in the supermarket, how mundane, right? <laughs> uh, um, this was at the time, you know, I was just uh, a coach for a few years. Uh, and I was practicing a lot of these Abraham Hicks tools. And they have to do with focus. You know, if you don't know Abraham Hicks, uh, you know, they say that what you focus on grows, which, you know, of course, is true. Um <laughs> uh, because and and you know they they kind of teach you how to focus on the positive or kind of neutral or general thoughts uh, and then when you focus on them these thoughts will gain momentum and the other negative thoughts will lose momentum so you know i was in the supermarket like <laughs> market like i said 
And I gave a little boy a coin. Uh, you know, when you take a shopping cart and, you know, in Holland, we have to pay 50 cents and then we can take the shopping cart. And I put my shopping cart away after doing the groceries and I gave my 50 cents to this little boy. Because, you know, there was a uh, a machine in the supermarket. Maybe you know them, you know. You put 50 cents on, on in them and these kids like them and they just go up and down and... Lots of times they're a little car or maybe a horse, you know, with a steering wheel or something. And it goes up and down a bit when you put the coin in. And, you know, this in itself was a really nice experience and not more than that. And, you know, in this time, like I was said, I was focusing every morning on these positive general thoughts. Like, you know, examples like things are always working out for me. Or, my higher self is guiding me. I have help from my team of guides. Or, m even more general, like things are always moving. Or, solutions and answers are already here. Uh, you know, my vortex, which is the place... You know, if you listen to Abraham, you'll know what a vortex is. But you know, a vortex is actually the place where... You know, all your desires are energetically already manifested. So, you know, my vortex is full of everything that I want. My vortex is filled to the brim with all my desires. Or thoughts like, I'm not here to figure it all out. It doesn't matter if I do it right or wrong. To my higher self, there is no right or wrong way. And <laughs> actually, when I say that, Goosebumps. So yes, my higher self is agreeing. <laughs> you know, me bumping into unwanted stuff is just me giving my higher self specific information on what I do want. So it's filling my vortex even more. Me being in this unwanted situation is actually good news. Uh, so, you know, uh, or other thoughts that were a little more specific, you know, I was practicing those. Like, I've already created and manifested things that I never thought were possible. Like, having a healthy, loving and fun relationship with my sons, or feeling love for my parents, or having the house that I now, now live in. So, if all of this is possible, you know, which I thought it wasn't, all the things that I now think about as hard to accomplish or maybe impossible might just be as easy as those things. If I just let them go, I can leave them up to my higher self to figure out how to get me there. I just relax and enjoy and focus on everything just working out for me. Life is good. Life is great. It's just so good to know that I have these partners or guides in the creation of whatever I want. I don't even have to be aware of what I want specifically because my higher self is already on it. My higher self already knows specifically what I want. Well, and etc., etc. So, you know, I was focusing on these thoughts and then two weeks later... I went to do groceries. And this time there was a little girl helping her mom. 
I can still still picture her face. I can see her face so clearly. Because she was like a co-creative partner for me to, to well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. She was doing her best to put her mom's shopping cart away and getting the coin out of it. She was small, you know, she was so she was bending under it and, you know, like kids do. And then I was there waiting to put my shopping cart away and I asked her if she wanted to put my shopping cart away too. And then she smiled at me and she, and she put my shopping cart away. And she returned to me the 50 cents coin and I said, do you want to have it and put it in that machine? And of course, you know, I did not know, but my higher self did, that this girl had never been in one of those machines. And the moment I gave her that coin, the moment this machine started moving, it was like... It was like... Well, as I now think about it, it was like one of these old religious movies. Maybe you know, maybe you've one time seen them when, you know, when, you know, it's very cloudy and suddenly there's a gap in the clouds and, and the sun is shining through and you see these rays of sun shining down on earth. Well, you know, that comes a little close to what I was experiencing. It was like the whole supermarket disappeared it was just me watching this girl being in total bliss and i went along with her bliss her happiness her heaven on earth it was like so magical and you know just right now remembering this scene is giving me goosebumps all over again this was felt like flying high. This was heaven on earth. And, you know, thinking about it later on, because I thought about this moment so much, you know, focusing on it, just to give it momentum. And, you know, I realized that in this moment, the self-worth of me or the self-worth of this girl was not an issue. It was just dissolved this whole subject of self-word worth had just vanished there was no no such thing as self-worth because i think it's just something that our ego ego fusses all about all the time it's something that uh, was taught to us by religion that you can have self-worth or you know you have a lack of it but it, it, in this moment it was not an issue whatsoever it just vanished. Um, and I also thought it had not been an accident that I had been there. With my daily practice of meditation and, you know, practicing the art of focus, I had been on the wavelength to hear this little nudge of my higher self to go for the groceries when I did. So I had perfect timing. And I already had the experience of giving my 15 cents to a boy two weeks ago before that. And in this moment, I had not been aware that I was creating. I, I, I was not aware that I'd been in the process of manifesting this heavenly experience, but I was. And I'd manifested this encounter with this lovely girl. 
it had it meant that I had been in the frequency, I was near to the frequency to manifest it, to create it. And, you know, I also thought, if I can manifest this in a grocery store, it can happen anywhere. So, you know, later on, I manifested so many more ex- ex- encounters with this feeling you know, among which a whole day in which I felt such consistency in this feeling. I felt so much love, so much consistency, uh, you know, because normally, you know, how feelings come and go. Well, in this day, it was just solid, like concrete. It was there to stay. But then, you know, the next day came and then it was, you know, it was gone. So, you know, I kept on practicing my focus and meditation and at a certain point, I realized that it was not enough. I, I was searching for something else. And then, you know, as I've talked about, you know, in an earlier podcast, I started doing the healing of my inner wounded child. And what this is teaching me, amongst so many other things, is it's, it's teaching me love for me. It is teaching me forgiveness for these parts of me that attract unwanted stuff. And it heals me from within. So on this path, I found out, yes, you know, that I'm a shaman with an angelic soul and that I'm a healer myself. So I also realized that there had been a reason for my search. There had been a reason for this feeling to not be consistently with me all the time because then if it would have been with me consistently all the time I would not have kept on searching and I would not have found these truth uh, truths truths about myself wow what a word you know truths for a dutch person this is quite a hard word truths about myself so you know now, with this new practice of healing my inner child, I experience this feeling of heaven on earth actually almost every session that I have with clients. Which, you know, so my work is like <laughs> creating heaven on earth. <laughs> what, what better work can you have? <laughs> so, you know, I want to recap what I have learned from this whole process. Yes, you know, quieting my mind is important because then you start to hear the little nudges from within, the little nudges from your higher self because, you know, I actually got the outline for this episode, for this podcast episode, this morning when I meditated. You know, But the thing is, when you are in this meditative state, your mind doesn't have to be quiet. Because when I'm in this meditative state, I get thoughts from my higher self and from my guides. Uh, Another thing that I learned was that self-worth is a lie of my ego. There's just no such thing. It doesn't exist. It just, when you're in heaven on earth, you realize self-worth. I mean, it's just, 
it's not you cannot you cannot count it you cannot measure it you it just is which is kind of contradiction is it or is it not well it is but it, it you cannot count it you cannot measure it you cannot say it's low or high there's just not such a thing so and another thing was that training my focus muscle is very very helpful and gen general thoughts help me to feel good and to focus on general well-being. Now, what I learned after that was that healing my subconscious, healing my wounded inner child, helps to experience this feeling on a more daily basis. Because now, when I'm in contrast, when I'm in unwanted manifestations, I have learned to say to myself, hey, there, here is another part of me that needs some loving. And one other thing that I learned, a very important thing that I learned, was letting go of expectations. You know, having them is fine, but expectations can bring you in resistance. Because things always go in a different way, than the way you have expected them to go. That's just, you know, your higher self surprising you all the time. <laughs> so, you know, when I, when, uh, of course, practicing all of this, healing all these wounded parts of me, healing my ego, so to speak, of course now I have more encounters with this feeling. And, you know, I'm in this zone, in this magical zone of heaven on earth more and more often. And I want to also recap uh, the lessons, the steps that Abraham Hicks is, is giving. Because they're, they're, to me, they're very helpful. Uh, they say that, you know, step one is you are in contrast. You know, you are in something unwanted. Uh, you you don't have to do anything about it. It just happens. You know, it's not your step to do. Step two is because you're in contrast, you shoot out rockets of desire to your higher self, to your vortex, and your higher self is in your vortex, uh, and your higher self or your inner being is becoming the you that is already experiencing your desire still not your step to make you don't have to do anything about it it just happens naturally <laughs> so great to know step one and two check and check don't have to do anything about them <laughs> step three is where you come in you have to practice the frequency or the feeling of already having manifested what you desire Step four is practicing step three to get really good at it. Because when you get really good at this frequency, when this frequency is becoming consistent in you, this consistency brings creational power. And then things start to manifest. And then step five, of which Abraham says it's their favorite step, is not being angry when you are back in contrast. And, you know, I really like this step too, although, you know, in the past I was like, when I was in contrast, of course. 
But I've added another step. When I'm in contrast, I want to heal the part of me that has manifested the contrast. Because in this healing, I can find forgiveness and I can find the healing for this part of me that has manifested this unwanted situation or unwanted thoughts. So then every time that I go through these steps of creation, it becomes lighter and lighter and I experience more and more ease, more heaven on earth because it is my belief that we are here on schoolroom earth for this reason and this reason alone to bring heaven on earth okay well this was it for this episode i want to thank you for listening uh i wish you a lot of experiences in the zone. I wish you a lot of experiences with this heaven on earth feeling because it's total bliss. <laughs> and of course, I hope you got some valuable insights and inspiration to bring you closer and closer to this frequency, closer and closer to those experiences. Okay, thank you again for listening. Uh, I will talk to you next time on the next episode of Heart Travels with Paukje. Till next time. Bye-bye.